to Story Hooked, a podcast by two book lovers here on a mission to help you find your next read and maybe hook you on our favorites along the way. Okay, so today we're taking a little bit of a break from what we normally would share about, which of course is books and all things to do with reading and giving you our favorite book recommendations in order to give you some of our favorite TV series recommendations. Because, I mean, <laughs> we barely, we very intentionally started this as the Story Hooked podcast because even when we're not reading, like, we really love stories. And yep. I'm not going to lie, I could be a hardcore Netflix binger. It's just, and not, not just Netflix. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if it's a talent or a flaw, but um, I really, <laughs> no. really love a really good show. And it's... And, like, it's so nice to, like, relax that way, too, you know? Right. Like, both being married and, and before. Um, it's just it's just a good way to unwind. So, yes. we thought we would talk to you about some of our favorite all-time... Wait, did I switch those? All-time favorite? Is that how we say it? Our very favorite shows. <laughs> and um, I think you said that you were going to narrow it down to a few, right? I did. I narrowed it down to five, which I think was pretty wow, good. Wow, I made... I made no such promises, but I will be brief. <laughs> nice. Um, do you have like different categories or are they just your favorites? Yeah, I've got like a thriller one. I've got a couple of like crime shows. I've got a comedy and then like a like a retelling fairy tale type show, which I love. So, yep, those are all of the categories. What about you? Nice. Um, oh, I have my top three dramas, and then I have, like, five-ish comedies, and then, like, one that I think is, like, good for all ages. But also, like, man, there's just so many. <laughs> there are. It's true. There it's are. hard. It's hard. Maybe we could, like, go back and forth and, like, share, like, a pitch of, like, like the, like, this is what it is about in brief. Okay. If you like, like this is like, like maybe the type of like you would a book rec. Yeah, it's a show rec. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a show rec. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right. Um, do you want to go first? Sure, I will go first. I will start with my kind of action thriller type show. I love this show, and it's interesting because it's not really quite up my alley. Like totally the genre that I love. Um, but. I watched it with my husband and I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. So this one is about, it's actually based on a true story. You've got this guy named Bob Lee. Bob Lee Swagger is his name, which is so cool. His name is Bob Lee Swagger and he was a sniper in the American army and like the best. He was the best sniper in the army. And he is a veteran now. He's not an active duty. He has a wife and a daughter. And he's kind of, you know, doing his thing, living his life. And this guy shows up um, at his door and says, hey, we need your help. And he's the guy that works for the government that was in his, um, in the army with him. And he said that there's a a rumored assassination attempt on an important um, government figure and they want him to help them figure out um, like what like if he were to case it what he would do so meaning hmm. okay if you were going to attempt an assassination on this guy on this day at this time during a parade or something during this parade what would you do? Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, what would you do here? Yeah. Basically to like gotcha. find what the bad guy was doing. And so he cases the it out. He does all of this research because he's this amazing sniper guy. Like he's, you know, super famous. And so he goes through the whole thing and he says, okay, if someone's going to like attempt to assassinate this guy, this, I can't remember who it was exactly, but. I feel like it was the president, but I can't remember exactly. Anyways, um, he tells them everything and then um, kind of like goes on his way. So the day comes and 
the government person gets assassinated. And Bob Lee realizes that the person that, like, shot this guy or whatever with the sniper or whatever did exactly what he said that they would. So he runs to the place and someone has set him up to make it look like it was him. So he gets arrested and he's like, I didn't do this. So the show is called, um, the show is called Shooter. There's a movie um, called Shooter that's based on the same guy, but this is the show. This is the Netflix show. And it is intense, dude. It is so good. It is like, oh. I that sounds like really out of the element of what I would normally like expect for you too. So yes, it totally is like not on my alley. But for some reason, I was like, I was hooked. I was like, I have to know what goes on every single episode I was like oh my gosh this is so intense I had to watch it with somebody that I could snuggle with though I had to watch it with my husband because I would never watch a show like this by myself because <laughs> it's yeah. like pretty intense but it gets so crazy oh it's so good oh it's so good though it's really just a fun like suspenseful cool story like I just think that it's like so neat but yeah so Cool. If that sounds there like you something go. you would like or like something that your husband would like and you could watch it with him because it's so much fun to watch it as a couple because I don't know. It just is like fun. But yep. Yeah, That's my that first one. one. I've never heard of that one. Yes. No. Shooter. I think I think that um, Jacob would like it too. Just saying. Probably. Yeah. Probably it sounds like would. something he would like. Jacob is yeah. my husband if you're new here. Bryant yeah. is hers. Yep. Those are our guys. Yeah. I'm just realizing <laughs> we're trying to make shorter episodes and I'm looking at our time. I'm like, oh, Whoops. we're going to fail. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, sorry. I talked too that's long. Okay. Okay, I'll that's talk okay, faster. That's okay. I'll talk fast. Um, I'll talk fast. I'll talk fast. Um, okay, my <laughs> first one. So I love this show, but I will give a couple of caveats with some of these shows. And so this one, it's called Call the Midwife. I am obsessed with this show. I rewatch it about once a year. I'm going. I'm planning so to good. rewatch it in December or start rewatching it in December. It is about in 1950s um, England in a poor neighborhood of like southern London about the midwives who would go out to the district, typically to people who were kind of poorer, and help them deliver their babies. Now, what's really cool about the show is the idea for it and the original like season was semi-based off of an actual journal journal they found of someone whose what? name is Jenny Lee. What? And so the main character and some of the stuff that gets put in there is from her actual journal. And then they reach the point where her journal ends and Jenny eventually leaves the show because her life in real life like went on. And then they keep going with the show. But like the original idea for it in that character is, is a real person. Yeah. Neat. I don't know how closely stay to her stories, but I know they do draw on a lot of the, her real experiences, which is amazing. Cool. And so I love human development. I love child development. I That's what I nerd out about hardcore. And um, um, yeah, every time I watch the show, I'm like, I'm going to be a midwife, <laughs> which yeah. in reality, I don't think that's actually what I want to do. But whenever I watch the show, I do go through a phase <laughs> of a couple months where I'm like, that's what I, I want to do. I want to do that. <laughs> It's it's so good. I love it so much. Like it is, it is. I gave it first because it is in my top three favorite shows of all time. Wow. It's really High hard face. to choose a number one, but it's in the top three, possibly in the top two. But well, the, it's so good. Lynette, it's so good. But yeah, I have to give a caveat. Awesome. I do not watch this show when I'm pregnant or when I have a new baby because um Oh no. Oh no. Because well, just because it's dealing with the daily life of stuff and birth is stressful. Uh, and yeah. and ha- sometimes, every now and then, like, you have sad stuff. I say every now and then. There is something sad probably in every episode. Now, that doesn't mean that, like, something happens to a baby in every episode. But it's a very, like, realistic look at, like, life in that place at that time. You know? Right. Jacob thinks it's, it's weird because Jacob can watch a lot more violence than I like, but I can handle a lot more, like, sad drama stuff than he does. So uh, the show is amazing. I love it so much. But just know that going in. Like, that's my personal barrier is I don't I don't watch it around times when I'm going to be thinking about or having a little baby because I know it'll just add to, like, anxiety and stuff like that. Or, like, times when I'm thinking about birth and pregnancy and stuff like that because right. I don't want to feel, like, anxious about anything. 
But I highly recommend the show. And like I said, except for like that chunk of time when I had a little baby, I watch it every year. It's so good. That's awesome. That's so good. I've heard, I've heard so many good things about it. I think I've seen part of one episode and I thought it was cool, but I think I stopped because I was pregnant and I was like too emotionally like, ah, like invested. I couldn't do it. But I know. Oh, it's man. like, it's oh, the yeah. same thing. It's the same thing with books where it's like, you have to be at a certain time where it would be like a good time to read a book. It's like, I feel like it's the same thing with shows. You would watch it and love it at one time. It would be great, but it wouldn't be good at another time, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has to hit the right time. It hit, yep. like, hit you in the right, like, emotional space. Yep. Okay, we just had a little technology glitch, but we are back and ready to go. So, back to you, Lynette. Next show. All right. Okay. The next one is an old favorite. An old, 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 old favorite um, of mine that I just love. It's a crime show. It is super funny and fun and I just I love it so much so you've got this guy who is an art thief he's a forger he um forges art he forges bonds I knew this would be on your list I knew it yes I (laughs) I just love it so much I just love it so much um and he there's an FBI agent that works very very hard to catch him and is the only FBI agent to be successful in doing so um but what happens after he's um this bond forger art thief guy is in prison he is given the opportunity to help the FBI in finding high profile targets of other um other criminals and he's let out of prison as a consultant for the FBI, but he has to wear an anklet that tracks where he is at all times. And he works with the FBI agent that caught him and they become bros. They have the cutest little bromance and (laughs) they fight crime. And it's so funny. (laughs) It is so fun. And I just love it. I feel like we have to say, this whole time, the guy who has like an ankle bracelet and is sort of like on FBI house arrest wants to get out of that. He's essentially trying to get out of his that situation like the whole time. Yes. Which adds a lot of fun, like under intrigue and comedy to the show. Yes, yes. And he's also quite an attractive man. So that is an addition. Oh, that yeah. Was awesome. I don't I throw in there. <laughs> I don't think that anyone who watched it, who has watched that show, like, didn't have a little bit of a crush on Neil Caffrey. Like, yes. How can you not? <laughs> although, like, I feel like it's weird, but, like, t- almost 27 year old me is like, hmm. He's not your but type. Peter no, no, it's not that he's not my type. It's more like Peter Burke has a stable life. And a I like Peter. Married. <laughs> like, <true. laughs> watching it's it true. as like an adult versus watching it as a teenager was a different experience where I'm like, the that the FBI agent Peter Burke, I'm like, you've got your life together. That's You are so cool. That's, that's awesome. Feeling. That's more attractive. <laughs> that's so it's funny. true. It's true. Okay, so are this we, show. Oh, yeah, we haven't even said what it's called. Go yeah, ahead. it's called White Collar. I. Love it. White collar crime show, fighting the bad guys, fun storyline that goes throughout it. I honestly watched the show for Peter Burke. He's the FBI agent for his facial expressions because <laughs> they are golden. He's like always just like scowling and making the funniest faces. Anyways, it's, it's so just fun. a good, fun. I just love it so much. But yep, if so there's like that one. Art- That's my next one. If you like art history, it'll scratch that itch. Like, I love yes, art history. Yes, that too. And it really yeah. that one. Yes. Yeah, it's enjoyable. We, it it's a, That's a show that I have rewatched. It's not a show. It's a show that I watched with Jacob, and he liked it, but he would not rewatch it. He wouldn't rewatch it. <laughs> but I love it. it. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Okay, next. Um. Okay, I, <laughs> I freaking, these are all my top three, these first three. I freaking love the show so much. Highly, highly recommend. It's called Jane the Virgin. <laughs> it's about this. So it starts about this girl whose mother got pregnant at 16 and she cut off contact with the father. 
and is still living with her mom. So the main characters, Abuela, and they're living together. So these three women and her daughter has always tried to be the opposite of her mother, to have her life together, to go to college, to get a career, to have a stable, like stable life before she gets married, before she has a baby, the opposite of her mom, who's kind of a party girl who had a baby at 16 and has been pulling her life together ever since. But it's still like this, like very strong mother figure, but approach success in a very different way than how her daughter is now trying to do it, which is like the more traditional way, you know? And the story starts out with this flashback to when Jane, the main character, was younger and the grandma um, gave one of those really terrible analogies where you she squishes this white rose and goes, this is your virginity. And if you lose it, you can never get it back. And it scars Jane. And she's like, I am going to stay a virgin until I get married. Um, but then fast forward X amount of years and due to a lot of crazy mix up complications, she gets accidentally artificially inseminated when she went in for like a pap smear, essentially. Like when she goes in for just like a regular checkup and there's a mix up and they, um, inseminate her, like (laughs) get her her pregnant. (laughs) The, um, last sample of this guy last sample because he had cancer so he has no other options to have a kid and not only that she and this guy have a little bit of history oh man it is a celebration of magical realism both in the fact that jane herself really loves magical realism in books she's a writer and also the way the movie is like shown where and like in magical realism magical things happen like all over the place but it's portrayed as like really ordinary so like in this show like objects talk to jane when she kisses people like flowers fly around and all this stuff oh my gosh (laughs) it's it's so fun but it's just like accepted as a part of and it's it's shown to be a part of her brain like not everyone can see it but like her brain can see it and um it follows the ups and downs of her romance it uh, romances it follows the ups and downs of her like writing career which is so fun but it maybe the star point of what makes this show so good is also the fact that it is both kind of poking fun of and also celebrating telenovelas um (laughs) which are insanely dramatic they're like soap operas on steroids and have so many um tropes that are like in like within them so you have telenovela actors within the show that is also acting as its own telenovela it's hard to explain but it has a lot of drama and intrigue and spies and twists and turns and evil cousins and all this stuff but it's not it's done in a way that feels like so purposeful and doesn't feel like like i don't know how to describe it it is unlike any other show i've ever seen it is hilarious (laughs) but it's also filled with like lots of like drama and fun stuff and it also really handles i'm clearly going on this is why it's in my top three but it also i love i what something i really love about the show is it the three main characters are these three hispanic women who are like tough sensitive caring loving tight-knit family unit and i feel like they're portrayed so well and it's so beautiful and it's just so different than any other story i've ever seen and i I watch this show every January or in the spring, depending. You do. (laughs) I love it so much. It is amazing. So if you've heard of it or if you haven't and have never watched it, go, go give it a try. Like, go give it a try. It's, it has like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, you guys. Like that's unheard of. It is like one of the best shows that has ever been created. (laughs) I've had this recommended to me by several friends that I really trust their opinions so let's just like put it like right to the top of my watch list (laughs) yes you will love it Lynette you will love it so much and then you will have watched it and I can talk to you about it and that will be amazing (laughs) yes I love it Mm. yeah I have no conditions on this one like no like caveats like be careful like like I had on the other one just go watch it it's great just go watch it (laughs) just go yeah all right, next, what do you have on your list? Okay, next one I have is another crime show. This is actually a cop show, which I'm not super into. 
um, a lot of those, but this one I really love. And it's mostly because of the actor in it. He is one of my favorite actors of all time. But first, let me just do the pitch, and then I'll talk about it. So, it's about this um, man. He's older. He His son is going to college. Um, he's just in an older part of his life, and he and his wife are getting divorced. And he decides that he, he's kind of having like a midlife crisis type thing. He decides he wants to go back to school and become a cop. And so he goes through the academy. He goes through all of the training, um, schooling. And then he gets into the field where he has like a training officer who's teaching him how to be a cop. And it kind of like follows his journey through that. And it's funny. Oh, it's funny as heck. It is so funny. It has some really, really intense parts, too. They're, like, kind of scary. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's Los Angeles, so it's, like, you know, also dealing with a lot of, um, you know, current events that are going on and also just, like, scary things and stuff like that that's very, it's very interesting to just kind of see, watch his journey though. But anyways, the actor is Nathan Fillion. And if you've ever seen Castle, I love Castle. Love Castle so much. Um, that is the actor. And the show is called The Rookie. And it is so fantastic. I'm watching the third season right now with my husband. And I'm loving nice. it. I actually, this is funny. Uh, there are some episodes that I won't watch. But that's because I'll see the um, the preview of it. And I'm too scared. And it's not, like, super scary, but, like, <laughs> um, like, this, just this last one, this last Sunday, it was a Halloween one. They were doing, like, a, it was, like, a drug pandemic thing where they were, like, zombies, and it was Halloween, and I know I that's, like, with zombies. I hate zombies, yes, they're, in like, my top three biggest, like, fears, even though I, like, oh, I was just, like, I couldn't watch that one, I couldn't watch it, but anyways, most of it is still just, like, it, it mixes humor with the intense part of it and I think that's why it's like a good mix for me um is that because I don't do horror yeah. I don't do anything like that but I can sort of do suspenseful if they have some humor to like break it up and following his story also is keeping me in it because I want to know what's going to happen for him and Nathan Fillion just really makes you love the character you just like want him to be successful and to be happy and it's just oh so good but yep nice yes cool. yeah i've never even heard of that one yes also, the rookie can i just say that i love that your like irrational fear is zombies i'm not a, i'm sorry that you're scared of them no it's love, okay <laughs> it's it's ridiculous i know I, I feel like we all like won't admit to like that really irrational fear i um in my brain my fear is very rational but Jacob has called it out and been like, this is this is not actually something to be as afraid of as you are. And that is alligators and crocodiles. Oh, I'm like, I just I just like we talk about like, where do we want to move someday? And it's he's like, you could be like way mainland in Florida or up in Texas and you would still be like, <clears throat> we are too close to the gators because in my brain, they're just like <laughs> walking down the street, which I know is not true. But also, I've seen videos, y'all. Like, I know they are. And they are a horrifying creature. They are a dinosaur that should not still exist. Yeah, <gasps> they're kind of freaky. They're a little freaky looking. I actually I wanna... I have a friend who's afraid of them, too. It's so funny that you bring that up because she was just, we were just talking about this. And she does not, she doesn't do those either in, like, any way, shape, or form. Oh, I hate them. Well, that's not true. I don't hate them. They can exist in the wild, but I don't want them within, like, miles of my house i don't want the potential of them within miles of my home <laughs> no i i i get it i get it oh people who go like on the boating like down the river where like there's they are <gasps> oh my gosh absolutely or, not i like that's a thing that people do and i'm like that is that is horrifying no that's like but like, like i'm i'm generally really bad with water creatures anyway like I mean, sharks yeah. is kind of a cliche, but I don't want to swim with them like some people do. And then, like, squid yeah. and just, like, I have a thing with water animals. <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah. I like, I like them to be in their places, but I don't want them to be near my body. I love the ocean, yeah. but I, I love the beach <laughs> is the thing. is I want to play in the sand and, like, play in the waves, but, like, 
not like deep sea diving creatures no. terrifying no. oh my gosh no. yeah <laughs> yeah I'm just I don't oh, it just is oh yeah. yeah okay it's a whole different topic but okay. <laughs> we got a little derailed but um what is your next show <laughs> my next show okay I do have a cop one coming up but not yet um I have to talk about so my third on my these are so these first ones I've been sharing are my top three favorite dramas of all time and even though Jane the Virgin has a lot of comedy in it too like a lot but um this third one is my favorite sci-fi of all time and I don't know if we've talked I don't think we've talked about it here yet but I'm like actually a big sci-fi nerd but it also comes out most in movies and TV shows. It's been a while since I've read a good sci-fi book that I loved. Although I have one on the docket that I'm very excited to read sometime in November, December, hopefully. But nice. with shows and movies, oh my gosh. Like, oh, I'm such a nerd about them. I love them so much. This one <laughs> is called The Hundred. And it is everything I want in a sci-fi. It's so great. And I have rewatched Hold on. it. Not every year. Wait, the hundred. Is this the the hundred the kids that are um yes. they send to the planet? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, so this is this is the pitch. So before Ugh. the show starts and you learn about what happens before the show starts, um the what's it called? The Earth ends. Like you find out why later, but essentially like atomic bombs everywhere. Like everything goes off. We in the beginning you don't know why, and the only people who uh, survive or who you think survive um, are the people who are like for some reason or another like up in space shuttles and like doing research and stuff from different countries, different nations, all in like above the atmosphere, right in space. And so they right. come together and they find a way to hook their ships together and they go, well, we're the last of humanity, so I guess we better form a society and get along. And they try and survive. And this starts, um, it's almost 100 years later, it's like 90-ish years, when they're running out of oxygen, and they need to go down to the planet. And because their, like, situation is so precarious, up, they call it the Ark, is what they call, like, the thing that survived, right? Because it's like, you know, the flood, the Ark, mm -hmm. the fire, the Ark. And so, like, any kind of, like, criminal activity is dealt with very severely. And so there are... But, and most of them are just, like, killed right away. Like, you cannot break the rules on the art because you risk everyone's life, which is all of humanity's life, right? Right. But if you're underage, they're like, okay, you get thrown in jail until you get, become of age, and then you can have a trial. And so there are tons of these, like, juvenile delinquent kids who've, like, like done some crime, a lot of them petty, some of them not so petty. And um, when it's shown that their Earth might be survivable, but but they're not sure if the radiation is okay, they send them down as test subjects with, like, trackers on their arms to be able to keep track of, like, hey, do they die or do they survive? That'll tell us if it's safe for us to come down before we tell people we have an oxygen crisis. And that is the start of the show. That's, like, episode one. There are seven seasons. So much happens. Um, just a few very light spoilers. Not very... You'll know in, like, episode two or three. But you find out that actually people did survive and there are whole like communities and religions that have formed and societies that have formed reformed on the earth and stuff is going on and you start with every season you unravel more and more of the mystery of what happened and why and how things are interconnected and things are messed up and you have every single sci-fi trope imaginable in these shows yep. which for some people is a no but for me is like a big yes <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it is of all the shows i'm talking about today it is the most violent it is more violent than yeah. any other thing i watch like if i wasn't so invested in the story i would not watch it it is pretty gritty but i i am i am so invested i say i am invested i've finished and rewatched it several times um but <laughs> i was so invested in the story that i kind of made an exception to keep watching it so like that tells you because i cannot handle a lot of violence and i still like made an exception for the show mm -hmm. how invested that tells you how invested in much i love the story highly highly recommend but go in knowing that it is yeah pretty. it's pretty. yeah it's it's funny that you bring this one up because i watched the first 
oh gosh, two seasons, season and a half with Bryant, and Bryant, my husband, he finished all of the seasons, but I could only make it through the second How far season, I get. honestly, is the worst when it comes to the violence for me. Right. I, I, don't really wa- I don't really want to watch that one or I'll skip parts because it's so intense. Because it's so just like, dude, and I I, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I still have like some like nightmares from that because it is intense. So like, No, it's it's not. I, I thought the story was really cool, but I, I, no spoilers, but I stopped when a certain character died that I thought was like a cute romantic thing. And I was like, okay, oh, this is lame and I'm out. That's when I left. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was only there for like this cute story, which shows you why I watch shows. I was like, nope. So then I just asked my husband what happened. I'm like, just tell me everything that happens, like, (laughs) so I don't have to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. But I love it. You love it. (laughs) It was the reverse for me and Jacob, because we're like, this looks like something we'd both enjoy. We watched a few episodes, but I can binge way more dramas than my husband can. He can only handle, like, a little bit at a time before he's like, I need to do something else. But, like, I get very invested in the story. Yeah. Um, This is a little embarrassing. When we watched it, there were four seasons out. Now there's, like, seven. But when we first watched it, there were four. And I watched all of them in three weeks, two weeks, two or three weeks. (laughs) It was like in between semesters or something, in between jobs. And that was like all I did. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's not good. It's not healthy, but it definitely (laughs) No, that's awesome. (laughs) And yeah, if you didn't like how that story ended, then maybe it was good. But see, with us, um, it was the opposite where after a certain point, he's like, you're like 13 episodes ahead of me. I don't think we're going to finish this together. And I'm like, do you want me to just tell you what happens? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and so for thanks those three for weeks. Out. <laughs> yeah. For those three weeks, I would like run into the room where he was working on like homework or whatever and be like, okay, just as an update, this is where we are. Da, 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 da. Okay. Bye. I'm going to go back. <laughs> we got to like talk. We got we to gotta talk about this because I have like some very strong thoughts about how it ended at the very end at the very end yeah we gotta talk about this after we'll talk about it after (laughs) after after we don't want to spoil we can't spoil seven seasons but yeah it is it's a controversial ending and i want to hear your thoughts yes i will tell you because i am so yeah we'll talk about it (laughs) okay yeah we will we will okay what is we're definitely going over our time today but you know what i think i think we're fine yeah okay yeah. I'll try and talk it. super fast. I'm trying to I'm no, trying to see if I'm gonna cut one of these out. Okay. Um Okay. I'm gonna talk about my fairy tale one. I think I know which one you're gonna say. Oh too. yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. This yeah. show is a magical town that is cast under a curse spell by the wicked queen. But it's like a town in real life. So you've got fairy tale characters living like modern people in this place. And you've got this girl that comes in and just her coming breaks the curse on people's like they've forgotten who they are. And then it just goes through all of these fun fairy tale retellings of like all your favorite fairy tales. Cinderella, Snow White, Prince Charming um you've got you've literally got so many there's so many in there rumpelstiltskin bell beauty the beast peter pan all the things all the things this is once upon a time i love this show once upon a time it is so this is something that i binge watched all the seasons that were out when i was in college and then as they came out, I would just continue to watch all the seasons. And I love it so much. It's like that fairy tale magical part of my heart that just needs a little bit of love. And you just, oh, so good. So, 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 so good. So, it's yes. It's so fun. I do it have, is. I have like one gripe with this show. My one gripe is that like, I feel like they needed to end it a little sooner. I feel like they did a few seasons uh, yeah, too that's many. probably true. I've thought I that a few times too. Where, where I'm, I'm like, like I didn't need this. this. <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, we're telling, we're doing the same thing now. <laughs> but at the same time, I've heard people say that about the hundred, and I'm like, no, give me more. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the hundred. Think- you're right. That's exactly what the hundred is. It's the same no. thing, Mikkel. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yes, it is, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can cut out season five. Season five was just like. Uh. Okay. <laughs> but it was it was fine 
I'm with you. No, I'm with you, though. I thought the same thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, where is this going? But I still just love all the characters. It's such a fun series. Who's your favorite ship in that story? Oh, Snow White and Charming. All the way. Mostly because the actor and actress fell in love on the show and got married. Oh my gosh. How cute that is. Okay, but if we're going to say that, Clark and Bellamy in real life got married. Shut up. Yeah, they Shut are. up! They did. Yeah. That's the yeah. best thing I've heard all day. I That's know. the best. Oh, that makes me They're so happy. They're not even technically a romance. They're like we have no chemistry. They're not. There was no like. This is these are characters from the hundred again. They're like there's no chemistry between these characters. I'm like, well, there's crazy chemistry then between the actors because every time y'all are on stage together, I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Then they got married, and I'm like, they like eloped, and every then they were like, hey, everyone, we're married please respect our privacy. And I was like, super respect that. Also, very what? cool. And I feel very vindicated <laughs> that I thought there was so much tension between you two on stage. Yes. That makes so much sense now. That makes yeah. so much sense. Oh, that's awesome. That's I love that. Awesome. Okay, also though, I really also love Emma and Hook. Yeah, they're probably my favorite show. They are so cute. Because like, okay, Hook is my favorite. Sorry. We're He's jumping around. So, uh, we're jumping around and oh my gosh, yeah. Sorry, okay, okay back to... Okay, so real, qu- real quick though, on Hook, I haven't read it yet, but there, there's this book that I want to read that I have. I haven't started it yet, but it's on my shelf. That is um, a Captain Hook retelling that kind of seems like it has similar vibes to Once Upon a Time, where Peter Pan is like this creepy bad guy and captain hook is like i kind of have a misunderstood story and i'm very excited yeah, is this wendy it. darling no that's a different one. Oh, uh, different uh, one. this one this one's called lost boy i think oh my gosh cool and i'll put it on my tv yeah the idea of that one is that it i haven't read it yet so i don't know if i recommend it yet but it's on my shelf um cool. the idea of that one is that like hook and peter were like friends and hook was his first lost boy and then something happened and now, oh, he's like, and now they're like enemies. Oh man. I know it sounds sad, but I'm so excited. Yes, I love it. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, it. I'm probably not getting to that one till like February. <laughs> At the rate I'm going right now, but that's fine. Um who are we on? Uh it is your turn. Okay, so those are my the dramas. I'm not gonna pitch individually my comedies, but I will I'll do really brief. Okay. These are not in order. But I love them. So Jacob and I watch these on rotation. Like, we're always watching one of them. Um, we love The Office, which I used to hate, and you still do, but I love. Still do. Secretly, I will, I'm secretly I will on a mission to get you on that ship. No, nope. okay, I will sneak you, on that ship. I have, to, I have to tell you something, though. Did you know that, like, Michael Scott originally was meant... They, they were going to keep him. Like, in the first season, they were not going to keep him. He was going to be the face of. of the office now, but originally they made him so unlikable because they planned to get rid of him. And then they were like, actually, <laughs> something about you works. So the first season is incredibly painful to watch with him. But yeah, it's it amazing. is. I like I mean, this. We've talked about this, how I like the show because I watched it when I was in like a flu induced coma and I came out the other end and was like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> 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 but we love the office. We love Parks and Recreation. Absolutely. It's, I started watching that one when Jacob and I were dating, and it's so fun. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's my cop show. I used to watch more like like intense ones when I was younger, and now I'm just like, no, can't handle it. Only if it's funny. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine Brooklyn Nine-Nine is funny. It's just so good. It, so it's good. hard to choose a favorite of these, but that one might be it. It's possible. I, it's hard to choose. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay, sorry. The Office is about a paper company, and it's a mockumentary, and it's funny. Parks and Recreation is about a small government office in Pawnee, Indiana. Pawnee, Indiana. It is also funny. These are all funny. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is about uh, a police precinct in New York City. And, um, sorry, I'm firing these off really fast. And then I'll pass back to you. And <laughs> um, Modern Family, which you would really like, I think, by the way. Um, Jacob and I, I were actually talking about this and he was like, I think Lynette would like Modern Family because we were <laughs> we were discussing these shows and I you told were. him he didn't like The Office and he was like, What? And I was like, Yes, and he's like and so we got talking about the other ones and he thinks you would like this one. Okay. Um <laughs> and it's a it's about like a modern family in modern being that like one of them is like um like you have the dad, his two um, married, grown children and their families, and together they have like 
um, a divorce and then a remarriage with someone who was younger. And so there's like a stepson and then his one son is gay and they adopt a little girl. And then the daughter is married to this guy and they have a few kids. And so it's like this very blended looking family. family Yeah, big blended family in California. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Of those ones, Parks and Rec and The Office have kind of a painful first season, but they're still really funny and good. The other two, I don't think they have any painful seasons. They're really good. So if that matters to you, take that as you will. And our most recent one, I don't know if we'll put it into the rotation or not, but it was really good, enough for us to consider it, is called AP Bio, which is about a man. I was. It's about this man who gets fired from Harvard and gets hired in his, like, hometown which he hates he hates his hometown and he gets hired at a high school there to teach ap bio and he's a philosophy professor and he does not want to be there he's super jaded and is like (laughs) super like just ticked off at the turn his life has taken and so he makes his student this students this deal he's obsessed with like revenge on the people who was wrong him so he makes his student this deal this that he says i'm not going to teach you any bio biology if you keep your mouth shut you get an a if you tell anyone that this is happening you get an f so he bribes them with grades and <laughs> teaches them absolutely nothing. And um, instead, he sends them on different revenge missions against his rivals and the people who have wronged him and the people <laughs> in the school. And it is, he, he is a very, like, he's a man who has no idea that he has trauma, but he totally does. I and love it. it. Very funny. Yeah. It's very good. I love it. It's so funny. Yes. There we go. Sorry, I did like five in a row. You go. Your turn. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got a couple. I guess we'll talk about one comedy. This is my, I call it my guilty pleasure show. It's a comedy and it's a little bit like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. If you're a big, like, if you like Friends, this was around, this came out around the same time, I think. They were kind of like that same era of show. It's an older one. You've got this guy who is telling his kids how he met their mother, and every episode is getting towards how he met her. And the show is How I Met Your Mother. Um, and I watched this when Bright and I were first married, and I was so invested in Ted finding his true love that literally every episode I was just waiting for something like cute and romantic to happen for him, and I just wanted him to find love so bad, and so I watched all of the seasons <laughs> trying How many to... are there? There are... Oh, I gotta look it up, but basically I was just like, when does this get good? And basically, like, okay slow burn romance this is like the ultimate slow burn how many let me look at okay how i met your mother how many seasons um it this is just such a slow burn it's like a slow burn book but it is just oh there are nine seasons nice oh. do you find out only at the very end who it actually is uh yeah in like the last season i was so mad <laughs> I was so- so mad I was like what is going on but and oh it's just the and the the finale the finale of the series was unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life I was so thrown I was like oh my gosh I've never rewatched it just because it's such a big investment yeah but I really I really did enjoy it and like I say it's my guilty pleasure show because it's like not like I don't know how to say this um, I would never watch it again, but I just wanted Ted to find love, but there's, it's not like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah. If you like slow burn and silly, stupid things with some innuendo tossed in and it's kind of stupid. If you like friends, I feel like it's very similar to that kind of vibe. If you like friends, I feel like you'd like how I met your mother, but yep. Okay. Cool. Next one. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Um, I have a question then. Do you like friends? I have never seen Friends, which I don't know. I Once again, I think it's just I'm scared of the big investment. Sure. Just because oh, yeah, it's so, oh man, I don't know. Like, that has a million seasons too, right? Like, I don't even know. I don't, I, okay, I'm weird. I can't do Friends for a very specific reason. And 
I recognize that lots of people do not share this opinion and this reason, and I respect that. But I have a weird thing with laugh tracks. I don't know why they're. Like, oh, it's the laugh. Okay. I okay. Can't, I can't unless it's like a one-off or something like that. I can't like when the whole season is made up of laugh tracks, and it's like a whole like era. Like there's shows in that. Whole it era. is. That is the. That's how I met your mother and friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I the don't laugh know why. Track. It's me. It's not them. It's me. Like. <laughs> It's it's an interesting thing. I didn't even realize that until you mentioned it. You're right. And I'm sure, like, the thing is, if I got watching it, I would probably, like, start to tune it out. You know, that's the Yeah, you do tune it out eventually. At first you're like, whoa. And then it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Exactly. Like, I know that it gets tuned out. I know it does. But I've never made myself watch, like, a show from that era long enough to tune it out. And so I I don't know the Friends jokes because... I've never made it through. Me neither. I like, they're funny, like, gifts that I'm like, oh, that's from Friends, and I know those. I know, like, meme and gift jokes from it, but I could never tell you, like, anything from the show, but. Mm-hmm, sure. If yeah. you're a Friends fan out there, come tell us why you like Friends, because we both apparently haven't seen it. Yeah, it might be good, but I guess we'll never know. <laughs> the time. The time investment. Ugh. I'm too yeah. busy reading books. <laughs> Man, you can't do everything. Just simply yep. cannot. Do you have any more on your list? Uh, I have one more. Do you Go have any it. more? I, I do, but I might just give titles and tell you to look it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have um, one more. I but... know we're nearing the end here. What's Sorry, what did you say? Oh, yeah, I just said that I have one more. Okay, okay. Well, okay, so... I recommend watching Atypical. It's really good. It's about a 17-year-old boy who has high-functioning autism in high school and the struggles that his family goes through. It's funny, but it's also it deals with more serious issues and it has a lot of heart. It's a very warm-hearted show. Recommend it. Mm. I also forgot the one I was about to say just now, so I guess we'll let that one go. And I was an, I was an adult before I finally watched Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time. <laughs> I watched and? it when I was pregnant with Lauren. Jacob had me watch it because he couldn't believe I'd never seen it. And I stand, I will die on this hill that that is one of the best series ever. Ever made. Ever. Yes. And I am with you so on that. Good. Yes. We, we nerd out about that show hard. Really. Oh my goodness. Like it is a regular occurrence in our household for us to um, reference it. <laughs> To not just reference, but like, for example, we were on a walk yesterday and I turned to Jacob and I go, okay, so discussing the differences between Azula and um, Zuko's character arcs and how they changed over the course of the seasons and how that was influenced by like their family of origin and their, like, that's where we started. And like, that was our walk conversation was like, that's let's talk awesome. about <laughs> And that was a very, like, common occurrence in our house. That's <laughs> awesome. We're kind of oh, my gosh, I love it. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. From, like, a storytelling perspective, like, I'm a full-blown adult, y'all. It is just as good for adults as it is for kids, and it is it is just a fantastic, it fantastic is. series. It Highly is. Highly recommend. <sighs> True. That one's family-friendly, so I recommend that to anybody. Yep. All right, what's your last one? Okay, my last one is for all of my Regency era fans. You know what I'm going to talk about. Have you seen this, Mikkel? Have you seen Downton Abbey? Yes, but I don't think I've seen all the seasons. There was a point where I was like, I can't handle it anymore. I can't say it. It was when a particularly good character died. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was very upset about that moment. Yep, I'm with you. I'm not sure if we're, we may or may not be talking about the same moment. Possibly. Possibly. We'll have to talk after and see. Yeah. And that's when I was like, you can't break my heart anymore. I just. I'm walking away from you. You can't. I love it. (laughs) I (laughs) love Downton Abbey. I don't know why. I just couldn't stop watching. I just couldn't stop. I just had to know what was going on. I just love, it's like old time England, like an estate and like all of just those fun era vibes with just like, oh, I just can't. 
stop geeking out about it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I actually have seen one of the actors in real life. The which one? Um, the oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen it. How could I forget the the main the main dad the father? Oh yeah. Yeah, the guy who he plays is... Izzy Bristow's dad in Alias. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, he's super tall and can sing, which is crazy. I saw him at a concert and he was singing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the dude from Downton Abbey." I was geeking wow. out, and he's Wait. super tall. But anyways, is he in the old Cinderella with Brandy? He looks like him, but that's not the same guy. But they look so alike. They have, yeah, those two actors have a huge, yeah, they look so alike. I thought the same thing, but it's not him. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, I think they get mixed up a lot, though. But anyways, if you want a Regency binge thing that you just can't stop watching, you don't know why, go watch Downton Abbey. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I feel like there's no way you haven't heard of that one. I feel like there's no way you haven't heard of a lot of the shows we talked about today. And we had a really, like, diverse type of shows lots of different genres lots of different feels so maybe you found something that appeals to you yep yeah. we hope so I, I agree it was definitely a that was a a lot of different stuff so hopefully something spoke to you <laughs> out of all yeah. these stories that we love have, or don't i had fun doing this i feel like it was so different to i mean it was like talking about books but my brain was just like oh my gosh i have so many to talk how? yeah we should we should do this again in the future but like narrow it down like we could talk about I agree. our favorite mini series because i okay. have feelings about north and south and i have feelings about Ember, and all <laughs> of them are positive so yes we, we need to we need to i agree <laughs> but we awesome. should probably stop now <laughs> yeah we'll stop now stop for the night we'll come back and maybe do if you guys like this kind of show we'll do it again yep and if if you don't, maybe we will anyway. <laughs> maybe we will anyways, because we... Because <laughs> this is so fun for us. Because this is for us. <laughs> Thanks for being willing to listen into like our late night catch-up yes. um, conversations. <laughs> you guys are the MVPs, and we love you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. You hooked yet? Join us next week for our next episode or find us on Instagram to connect and chat about your newest book-related obsession. 